Welcome to the MG Kitchen Podcast. This is where you're going to learn all about how to cook very simple food, very easily, very quickly, and with relatively simple ingredients. It's not going to be complicated. It's not going to be a nightmare. It's going to be something you can do for all the family. It's going to be something you're going to really enjoy, particularly in these difficult times. We're all locked down and we're having to find things to do around the house. Welcome back to MG's Kitchen. Today, uh, we're going to do another one of those great pasta dishes that not everybody... Uh, knows how to do. You might have eaten it in a restaurant, but you probably don't make it very much at home. And it is fettuccine alfredo. Now it basically has a, a cheese sauce, uh, it has ham, and it has peas as well. And fettuccine, while sometimes difficult to get a hold of, can easily, if you can't get it, be substituted for tagliatelle, which is what I have here. And you can get green, uh, you can get uh, regular. Uh, so I've got a mixture of green uh, and yellow tagliatelle. And what you're going to do is you're going to make your basic white cheese sauces if you were making macaroni cheese. So you're going to need a big knob of butter. You're going to need some pepper. Which I'm just putting in there. You're going to do a little bit of salt as well. And in this occasion, it's not going to be salt flaked. It's going to be salt from the salt cellar because that's always good. Um, and of course, you're going to use a variety of cheese. I've still got some... Um, cheese left over, which is always good from the Swiss place at Bar Market, but I've also uh, got some cheddar cheese that I'm going to use as well. You can hear the butter sizzling in the pan there. Now, as you will no doubt remember, if you earlier made the macaroni cheese, uh, this is a very similar way to make the cheese sauce. You can do it slightly differently if you want. You can put some mustard in it if you wish. I tend not to, and obviously I've put quite a large amount of butter in here, so the more butter you put in, the more flour you're going to need. I'm just spooning the flour out. And you don't want to have it on too high of a heat. But basically what you're trying to achieve is a kind of a floury mixture in the pan, which is like a kind of burr, as they call it. So it thickens up to the right temperature. You can hear me doing it. And the thicker it becomes, the better. And then you're going to add some milk to it. And as I've often said, it's better to make it too thick at the beginning than too thin, because you can always thin it out. And if you don't get it thick enough at the beginning, then basically you will never get it to the right consistency. So thicker rather than thinner is better. The stickier it is, the better. If it's starting to look as though um, it's clinging to the spoon rather than dripping off it, that's probably the way to go. And like I said, you've often got to be quite careful about the temperature. Right? The more viscous it is, the better, really. So err on the side of thickness rather than erring on the side of thinness. But, you know, if you manage to get some flour over the course of the last few weeks, just putting a little bit of milk in there. And you basically feed the milk in slowly but surely. So you don't pour it all in at once. And you're going to mix it up until you get the right consistency for the kind of beurre uh, blanc sauce. And then you're going to put a load of cheese in. And then what you're going to do is going to boil the pasta up, drop the pasta into the cheese sauce, add the ham, because the ham, of course, doesn't need to cook, and neither does the peas, really, even though they're frozen. I always like to take the frozen peas out and put them in a cup. That way they've basically defrosted before you get them anywhere near the, uh, the dish. But this is one of the great pasta dishes, which, of course, if you wanted to make it without meat, you just leave the ham out, but I really prefer it with the ham in. It's one of those great dishes that I discovered in New York. And if you go to any decent Italian restaurant in London, they will have the fettuccine alfredo on the menu. 
and it really is beautiful. I sometimes have it as a starter, which you can do if you do it in a small enough amount. Or you can have it as a main. Really entirely up to you. But this is coming along very nicely. Like I said, the key to mixing it slowly and carefully with the milk coming in at bits at a time is that it doesn't get lumpy. Because that's the other enemy of all pasta making. You don't want it to be lumpy. It's coming along nicely, I would say. Really nicely. I'll be back with you in a moment. Now we've got some very good cheese sauce going on over here. Keep that sort of warm. You don't want to get it too hot. You certainly don't want to burn it, right? So you want to turn it all the way down. That's probably worth turning it off and just keeping it on top of the um, hot plate where it is. Right now though, you can do the water boiling. Now I've got these little nests of pasta. So I'm gonna put in one green one. I'm gonna put in one yellow one. One green one, one yellow one. This will have the effect, one green one, one yellow one. So that means I'm gonna put six nests in there. Now that would normally be enough, I would say, for a couple of servings, unless you're feeling particularly hungry. Now, some people would like to say, put the peas in with the pasta and that way they cook. And we could do that towards the end, but we're not gonna do it just yet. Um, but it's one way of cooking the peas so that you don't have to worry about when you put them in the, uh, the mix, right? But basically what you have here is you have some salted boiling water in a minute. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna take the ham, which I have here, and I'm gonna slice the ham because the ham is what I would call an integral part of fettuccine alfredo because one of the things about the ham is that you absolutely want it to be. And I've got some really nice like artisan ham here. What you're gonna do is you're gonna chop it into little squares, little cubes. It's already sliced, obviously. The fettuccine stroke tagliatelle is cooking away nicely. That's gonna, like most pasta, that's gonna be done in about 10 minutes. And you'll be able to tell when it's starting to look done because obviously, it will in fact be, um, it, will, it won't be a nest anymore, it'll just kind of be free flowing. And the great thing about ham, particularly if it's very good ham, is that it's very easy to cut and very flavorful. In fact, this particular ham is amazing. It came from one of those private kind of hampo type guys. But you can use any kind of ham. Regular Tesco's ham is perfectly good. Now I could, if I was to be bothered, I could put that ham already into the cheese sauce, which might not be a bad idea actually. Let's do that. Put in there. Mix it all around and that way that has a chance to kind of acclimatize itself with the, um, with the cheese sauce. Because what you're gonna basically do is you're gonna drain the pasta when it's done and you're gonna pour it into the cheese sauce. As indeed you are going to do with the peas. This is so good. I'm already getting excited. I haven't had this for ages. It's such a good meal. Fettuccine Alfredo, one of my favourite dishes, absolutely amazing, comes from America, uh, but obviously originates partly uh, over in Italy. You're going to need some fettuccine pasta if you can get it. If you can't get it, you can use tagliatelle, uh, which comes either in green uh, or in yellow form, with the green being the spinach. You can mix it up if you want. You're going to make a cheese sauce similar to the macaroni cheese sauce that I've taught you how to use before. For that, you're going to need about a big 
a tablespoon of butter, uh, some grated cheddar cheese, some milk, and some flour, of course, as well. Um, and when you've got it all mixed up well together, you're gonna add some chopped ham, which can be any kind of ham, uh, and some peas, they could be frozen, a little bit of salt and pepper, and that's it. Join me again next time for another episode of MG's Kitchen. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. And if you want to show me your creations, tweet me at MG's Kitchen. Mm -hmm.